On a Tuesday, January 19th, our update time from the Northwest Minnesota Arts Council every Tuesday just after 3 on Pioneer 90.1. On the phone today with my guest, his name is Scott DeCamp. Hi, Scott. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm cold. Yeah, it's kind of cold today. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. But no complaining from me, Scott, because we've had a great winter so far. Very little snow, warmer weather. If I can be a bit nosy, Scott, this is what I call my table setter. Your story, your background. So it's kind of a long story. I actually was born in Iowa and lived there until right before I started high school. Uh, we moved to Minnesota. My parents got jobs at Finger Hut in mm-hmm. uh, St. Cloud. Okay. And they learned basically right away when they got the jobs that they're, well, before they got the jobs, actually, that their positions would both be moving to Plymouth. So they wanted to pick a community that was kind of between St. Cloud and Plymouth. And we settled on Buffalo, Minnesota. Oh, okay. So I went to high school there. Wow. Um, College was more head state, and I kind of worked my way west and north until I ended up in Thief River Falls. And now you're in TRF. All right. How many years in TRF? It's uh, 17 years in this past October. Okay. Now, you're a photographer. Is that your profession, or is that a hobby? Um, I would say it's both. It's probably more profession, and uh, it kind of goes hand-in-hand with my, my day job as the sports editor of the Times. Okay. So I'm, right. I'm usually doing both at the same time, writing and photography. So you're a communication guy like me. Well, not like me, but kind yeah. of. <laughs> yeah, some of the math communications background. Yeah. <laughs> That's my dry sense of humor, Scott. All right. Anyway, uh, yeah, oh, I, I know a lot of people in Thief River and radio. A big red in the morning, right? Way, oh, yeah. way back. Oh, yeah. Good old KTRF. Anyway... Uh, let's talk about your work in photography. Were you formally trained in that area of art? Um, it, it's, it's a little of both. So at MSUM, um, they require you to take a black and white photography class as part of the mass communications curriculum. Right. So that was how I really got started. I mean, before that it was, you know, you buy a, you know, $5 Kodak camera and take a roll and you send it yeah. in to get developed. And, uh, uh-huh. Now, and it was back in 2000, so we're using black and white film, processing ourselves, making prints, and I, I just enjoyed that process and thought that maybe, you know, this would be something fun to stick with. Well, I get hired at the Times, and they're already on digital, and film was already a dinosaur at that point. And digital mm-hmm. was rough at the beginning, you know, pretty low, you know, relatively low resolution, but it was so efficient. You know, you could take a photo, right? Um, and 10 minutes later, it's, it's on the page. Yeah. And how many photos are taken across our country daily on cell phones? <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. No, yeah. That's the other end of it. <laughs> millions, we run into that billions. Too. Cell phones have, uh, the, you know, there's 20 megapixel cell phone cameras now. Yeah, and, yeah. and I've been in meetings before when I was covering County Board where I didn't have a camera. And they said, oh, you can borrow my phone. Uh-huh. And I get 20 megapixels. And my at the time, my camera I was using for, for the Times was a 10 megapixel. And I'm like... My 10 megapixel is still a better camera. You know, yeah, yeah, lenses. yeah. Yeah, so we're talking quality here, and that's what I want to get into, uh, your work in photography. Kristen Egerling of the Arts Council sent me a couple of pictures that you've taken of many, and they are wonderful. One is of a Northland Pioneer women's basketball player about to make a shot, and the other, I believe, is uh, the girls' softball team up in Thief River, the Prowlers. And what I notice, the first thing for me at least, when I see a, a, a photograph like this, are faces. How do you see a photograph as being 
a priority in what you're taking? What do you look for in taking a picture? So um, for sports, I guess that that's one of the things I really try to focus on is getting the athlete's face, and, and especially if they have a um, intense expression, a happy expression, you know, like the the, the two you reference. Mm-hmm. Um, the Northland photo was uh, um, she's under the basket and kind of dodging a defender right before shooting. So it's right. uh, um, you know it's an intense look. And then the other one is a walk off win at the state tournament for softball. And that one's just like a team celebration, just about to erupt. I mean, right. they're they're basically greeting her as she crosses home plate. So you're basically capturing emotion on film. That's what we're trying to do. Yeah. 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 All right. Now the challenges in getting those uh, photographs. Uh, what factors are involved? I'm assuming angles a huge one, right? Yeah, angles a big one. Um, just location too. A lot of times, it's you're in the right place at the right time. Uh-huh. Uh, I know there's times where we're at events where there might be four or five other photographers covering the same state of state tournament. Five photographers might be covering the same match. Um, they might have the better angle on a certain photo, so they you know they lucked out and they got the angle to get a better image than I got just simply by where they're having to be sitting. But um, that's why I guess it's important to move around and try to get shots from different angles. But you can move around, and then the shot goes to where you were just at, too. So there's there's a lot of luck involved, I guess, with location. Yeah. Um, I guess the other one is just uh, anticipation, too. Okay. I think the, the more times you cover a type of event, the better you are at anticipating how the shot's going to um, come to you versus um, chasing it. Right. My guest again, Scott DeCamp from Thief River Falls. He works at the Times. Been there for 17 years. And in that time frame, you've taken a lot of pictures, obviously, when it comes to sports. Do you uh, shoot other um, scenarios, other situations other than sports? Right now, I would say it's, you know, 90% sports, so maybe okay. closer to 100. Um, when I first started, obviously, it was very little sports because the, we had an established sports editor. Uh, he retired a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And so I more or less had to wait my turn for that. And so I was... Um, covering county fairs, um, government meetings, um, a lot of features. And so every single feature story, we'd usually have a, you know, three to four photos that were could possibly go with it. A lot of times the layout would determine how many we'd actually use. So there was, you know, you might take, you know, a dozen photos and one gets in, but mm-hmm. you're always prepared. Yeah. Now the picture I described of the Prowler Girls softball team uh, and the faces, not just of the person who got a winning hit, but the players uh, who are waiting for it at home plate. What kind of feedback do you get from athletes and, and parents and those who are involved in this when they see that kind of emotion captured on film? That was, that was great feedback for that one. We had uh, the mother of the, Abby Molsa, I believe, was the one that scored the winning run. And her mother, like we put on the website, probably – you know, within an hour of the game ending. And when we went back for the evening, she was already asking for, uh, can I get a copy of that? You know, and I was saying, yep, it'll be yeah. available at this thing, you know, whatever. And yeah. um, I probably think I emailed her a digital copy too. But yeah. Yeah. Um, we typically we sell some of those too for the times, and they're pretty pretty affordable, actually, if you just get the, the digital download version. Sure. Well, Scott's work is on display right now at the Arts Council Gallery. That's located at Northland College, our campus in Thief River. And uh, the exhibition is called Peonies and Players. I'm assuming 
You're the player part, right? <laughs> uh, that's what I was going to do. <laughs> How many uh, pieces of work are on display there from you, Scott? I believe it's 20. Um, wow. I'm trying to think of that, yeah. Okay. And there was it was tough to, you know, I wasn't, I, I kind of went for just a broad sampling, too. Right. Um, most of those are ones that appeared in the Times, or at least were shot with the intention of running in the Times newspaper. Um, but there's a few that... Um, we're either for like a different paper. Occasionally, we'll we'll help each other out, and somebody might call me up and say, "Can you, you know, cover this or cover you know, we our team's gonna be in TRF or even at state tournament, mm-hmm. uh, Rosal Times Region. I shot for them one year in addition to the Times. So there's a photo of a Rosal wrestler, and he's actually getting taken down, so they were never gonna use that for their paper, but I like the photo. Right, right. So I pulled it out for this. Yeah. And then there's, I actually uh, I coached wrestling in Northland, and so there was a. Uh, wrestler from uh, Bertha Hewitt Verndale that I was recruiting at the time that won his, uh, I believe, state semifinal match, and it was a really close match, and mm-hmm. um, just, uh, you know, he's celebrating, basically, but it's almost like a, just a, um, like, ready-to-burst type thing that's just yelling at the end of the match, and so, of course, I was taking the photo, like, going to give it to him after he signed with us, so we ended up going somewhere else, so I just kept it and never right. really told him I took it, but um, now it's another exhibit. Again, Scott's work on display, Peonies and Players, is the exhibition at the uh, gallery, the Arts Council Gallery, again in Thief River Falls at Northland College. Let's look at the other end of the stick here. Now, we talk about people being happy and thrilled, excited, uh, all those things. Do you have pictures of those who are disappointed, heartbroken, uh, discouraged in, in sports? Yeah, actually, I think I do. I don't think I use them for this one, but I know. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Thinking about softball as an example, we had, I was covering the team the year before, you know, they went, so this was 2019, they won the state tournament uh, when they had the walk-off win. The year before, they lost in the section finals and an absolute heartbreaker because they were up by one going into the seventh inning. Mm-hmm. And I think they allowed two runs to score and kind of a walk-off and Park Rapids got to go to state. So we had some a lot of tears in the eyes type of photos and yeah yeah um yeah i guess those ones didn't really come to mind when i was putting this together but that is a good point there's um we're always trying to capture emotion it's the tells the the story better and everything else exactly it's the broad spectrum and even though it may hurt and be painful you know after it happens immediately you know down the road as uh time passes those are very valuable uh images too of the uh, success of victory and the agony of defeat, right? <laughs> As they used to say on ABC a long time ago. Well, wonderful. Yeah, the wide world of sports on ABC. Chris Schenkel and the whole gang. Uh, that shows our age, Scott. <laughs> anyway, well, let's talk about the Arts Council and how you perceive its worth here in Northwest Minnesota in promoting art. And uh, again, I've I've known people that don't consider photography to be art. I do. It's wonderful art. How does the Arts Council promote what you do and others do in Northwest Minnesota? Um, you know, from and from what I gather, just following the Arts Council over the years, I just feel like it's a good broad sampling of the, the, the many talents we have in our mm-hmm. region. I mean, it, I, I kind of, you know, some people don't consider photography art. I think it, um, I wasn't even sure if what, what I do is considered art. Some people might say, no, it's not. But um, when they approached me, I said, yeah, I'd be happy to share, share what I do. Mm-hmm. And 
and then when you just look at the exhibits that we've had over over the years, uh, both here and at, at other sites, um, it, it's just it's impressive what we have in our region. It is, and again, you're capturing this in a still shot, and you mentioned how difficult it is sometimes. Luck's a big factor in that, but uh, from what I've seen in two photographs, Scott, you do tremendous work, and I'm going to stop on by and take a look at your other uh, work at the uh, exhibition. Well, wonderful. I want to thank you again, Scott, for joining us this afternoon. And uh, uh, any aspirations beyond photography, beyond work? Are you going to be doing this in retirement? I think it's something that will always continue to be a part of um, of my life, especially. Um, so I started teaching photography now at the college oh, as well. Okay. And um, when you teach it, especially, you start to realize how many variations on this there are i mean primarily it's for me it's sports and action photography and maybe a little bit of um i'd like to get more into like some nature and uh, landscape type photography Mm -hmm. Um, but there's so many ways you can go so many different uh techniques you can use that you know i really haven't had time to explore as much as i want to well there's a great plug again scott i didn't know this is going to be teaching photography in northland that's wonderful so if you're interested in uh Finding out more, check out his class at Northland. Well, what a treat. Scott, thank you so much. I've enjoyed our conversation, and maybe we'll chat down the road, all right? Yep, thank you for having me. And enjoy the rest of your winter, all right? Keep warm. Scott DeCamp from Thief River Falls, our guest. Again, the exhibition, the photography exhibition, called Peonies and Players on display right now at Northland College in TRF. And, of course, everyone's welcome to attend using... Of course, the proper protocol. All right. Our update from the Arts Council every Tuesday at 3.05 on Pioneer 90.1.